0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Stephen Naismith returns to Scottish football after signing a loan deal with Hearts. Jambos fans everywhere seem delighted. So, is this the best piece of business done so far in the transfer window? Nadir Chiefji hasn't given up on a Celtic future as he gets ready for his first game on loan at Motherwell. Christopher Iyer has his sights set on being the Hoops' first choice defender. And we hear from Jack Ross as St Mirren look to cause a cup upset at Aberdeen on Saturday. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are both here with me, Gordon. Duncan, are you well? Yes Yes, all good Now I usually like to kick off with a bit of hard-hitting football news Something to really get you engaged But I do feel like sharing with you that at three minutes past six Gordon DL is already doing my nutting He's become one of these (laughs) fit bit bores I'm sure we've all seen him He's actually been pacing around the studio In a desperate attempt to get his steps up for the day And it is doing my nutting So hopefully he manages to stay next to the mic For the next two hours or so And we can get some football discussion going It's 01419511025 If you want to get in touch on the phones And please do And of course we are at Clyde SSB on Twitter Um, The big transfer story of the day gentlemen Was Stephen Naismith on loan to Hearts 31 year old striker signed a deal until the end of the season From Norwich So he's here today He'll train with his new teammates for the first time tomorrow Technically could make his debut uh, In Sunday's Scottish Cup tie against Hibs What a game that would be to make your debut in At Tynecastle What are your thoughts on that as a signing? I think it's a great signing I've always been a fan of Stephen Naismith You know, way back to when he was at Kilmarnock Then he took that on to Rangers Done exceptionally well there And went down down south Played in a, a very difficult league And proved he could last the test of time down there um, And obviously as he gets a bit older He's dropped down the division But still at a good club um, So I think it's an excellent signing I think he's still got a lot of quality And he'll offer hearts uh, a lot might strike up a good partnership with Kyle Lafferty who he's played with before and um, it's a lot of money well reportedly a lot of money Hearts have spent on him but well done to Hearts for going out and having the, the bottle to, to to go after a player like him and have the means to attract him I, I think it's a, a very good signing for Hearts and I'll go along with some of the things I've read I, I was surprised that Rangers perhaps weren't interested in him um, but Rangers has lost If they were ever interested It's Hearts' game Would you uh, Matt you're touching on a point there Just to see what People think Naismith Rangers Or would you take Jason Cummings Oh that's a good question Well Cummings Has scored a lot of goals And he's younger Yeah uh, but, but not at that level Not at the level Not at the level You're right to, you're be, right to be fair though It doesn't It doesn't seem like Rangers were ever in for him So yeah, I know, I know right. people make that link But I, I don't really think That's that's really an issue By the way There might be some Rangers fans out there Who say oh, I, I would have liked to have gone from That's a different thing mm. But it doesn't really seem mm. That Rangers were ever in for no, him so. I, I think I think touching on his, his Going to hearts I think it's a great bit of business I totally agree with Mark I think it's fantastic Great bit of experience Lafferty for some reason you know, Since he's came to Tynecastle He looks a lad that's enjoying his football again Working very well Playing very well Naismith brings bags of experience And the one thing you'll always get off of Naismith Throughout his career He will go out and put a real shift in for you And I think that's what the, the Hearts fans want I think that's what Craig, Craig Levine's looking for I think he'll be a terrific bit of business in January 
Uh, so let us know Do you think that's the best piece of business done In the transfer window so far Yes or no And if not What is 0141 951 1025 uh, A couple coming in on Twitter already Hugh Moan says A great deal for Hearts to get Stephen Naismith on loan uh, Kenny's the, Kenny the Jambo I'm not surprised to see him popping up on the phone lines tonight Kenny I'm sure you're a happy man Oh very happy Evening guys Hello Evening Kenny Evening. I think, just as you say there, Gordon, I think it's a brilliant signing for Hearts. You know, I mean, Walker's just away and and comes Naismith. I think we're going to forget Walker quite quickly if if Stephen's kept himself nice and fit. I suppose that that will be the challenge, Mark. He's not played since August. Now, that's five months. Um, A lot of people saying that... He could, and it's still true I said it myself, you know, he could make his debut this week in the Edinburgh Derby. If you've not played for five months, how able are you to go into a fixture like that? Like there's no doubt you miss you lose a wee bit um, when you don't play um top league football. And when I, I say that I mean he's probably played reserve games and it's probably been bounce games that he's been involved in in that five months. But you do lose a bit when you don't play in front of a full stadium Where it really means something So there's no doubt about that It will be difficult to go in There's no doubt about that But like Gordon says Stephen Naismith always gives a shift And he's a boy that you you look at And you can see he's looked after himself You can see he's a fit lad So I, I don't think it'll be a problem Especially when, see when you've got that experience behind you That Stephen Naismith's got I think it's different if you're a young player Who's no, you know, you've come up on loan You've not played all year And you get flung in and you might run a wee bit low on energy. Stephen Naismith has played in some of the biggest games um, that's gone about. So even if he does get a wee bit tired, he's know how his game knowledge would get him through an experience like I th- that. I think, Mark, to be honest, it's a perfect game for him because Mark will tell you we've been involved in them. You, it doesn't matter if you've not played or how your fitness is. When you play in a derby, whether it be the Glasgow derby or the Edinburgh derby, for instance, especially at Tynecastle, where the atmosphere is electric, we all know that. I think the adrenaline gets you through. And even if, you know, Craig Levine can say to him, look, go out and give me your best for 65, 70 minutes, it could could win them the game mm. and then get them substituted. So I don't think putting them into a derby at the weekend would be a gamble. I think you would get something out of them. Kenny, I don't think it's um, any secret that that's the area of the field that Hearts have been crying out for, isn't it? The, the clean sheets have been great. Defensively, it's looked sound, but it's been at the, the business end of the pitch, if you like, that Hearts have been crying out for someone. I think it's great, Gordon. You know, I think they're getting the defence in, in a nice, solid position. And I think Stephen Naismith is just a perfect tick in the box for putting somebody up there. As you say, with the experience, Gordon, Mark, if you're both saying that, I think the, the atmosphere the Edinburgh Derby, which I'm actually going to on Sunday so uh, for the first time in a long time, so I'm actually chuffed to bits. And I think the atmosphere is, like you say, going to be electric on uh, Sunday. You can't always tell them. I appreciate I'm asking you to look into your crystal ball here. Does this mm-hmm. strike you? Because I've seen a lot of people uh, sort of discussing this on social media and so on. Does this strike you as the the best piece of business done so far in the window in Scotland? Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's up there. I think that uh, only time will tell. I think Rangers have done good business. Uh, unfortunately for Celtic, the centre-half compare has been injured. Uh, so we'll have to wait to see what he brings to the table. But I think uh, Naismith is a big coup for Hearts. I think it could be the difference of, you know, chasing likes of for Hibs in fourth place and 35 points, Hearts are something like 30 Big game, big cup game at the weekend. Uh, if it was me, I would have no hesitation in putting them in the team. Look, for for the best part of business, yeah, like you say, you never know how it's going to pan out. But just now, I mean, Stephen Naismith, what did he move for? Not that long ago. A couple of years, three years ago, eight million quid or something like that. 
reportedly on 50 and 31 so 50 he's grand still got a week of, yeah. yeah and for a team you know such as Hearts to attract a player who, who was worth that a few years ago to Scotland I think it's it's marvellous marvellous for the club and like I say good on Hearts for going out and identifying them and then attracting them what do you guys think is that the best piece of business so far and if not then what is 0141 951 1025 we're on Twitter at Clare SSB as well I don't, and I know that Kilmarnock were even mentioned as a former club are there fans of any other teams out there uh, who would have rather seen Stephen Naismith turn out for their team after January um, Kenny when you look at the, the makeup of the Hart squad now there's quite a deliberate um, thing there in terms of the experience of Lafferty Christoph Berra Aaron Hughes now add Stephen Naismith to that then right at the other end of the spectrum you've got the kids like Harry Cochran and Anthony McDonald and so on do, do you feel like Stephen Naismith forget what he can do as a player do you feel like he can add something as a as a character as well in all his experience? Oh definitely Gordon I, th- I think uh... I think, as you say, with Lafferty and the older heads in the team and, and we've got the youth, I just hope the Sheffield, it's a Sheffield Giants on a Wednesday that have been sniffing about Cochrane. I just, I hope they get snowed in on Sunday when they get him in the ground. We want to keep all the youngsters, you know what I mean? It's a good wee, it's a good wee uh, set-up they've got there at the, the Rickerton uh, base and that and bringing through the youngsters and at least Levine's giving them a chance. Well, that's the thing, Mark. You talk about um, you know pedigree and levels that players have played at. I don't want to overstate this because it's fairly obvious that Stephen Naismith um, is at a time in his career where he's perhaps best suited to, to playing up here. I know there were championship clubs that he was linked with in his days in English Premier League are over, so I'm not wanting to over-exaggerate it. However, you, you think back a couple of years ago, over 100 appearances for Everton, remember that hat-trick he scored against yeah. Chelsea? So these are this is this is the pedigree that he brings to the table and that, yeah. that's surely still beneficial even if he's not at that type of form anymore. Of course. I mean, we're not talking about this guy was at the top of the game ten years ago, and you know now he's winding down. He's thirty-one. This was this wasn't that long ago. He was playing in the the top league, and and probably well, some would argue world football. You're right, scoring a hat trick, but then moving on for such a large fee. And okay, he hasn't played since August, but he's a fit lad, and he's the experience he brings of playing at that level against those type of players should put him in a good frame of mind coming up here. And the mix that he's got at the team You're right when you mentioned the mix A few older heads But the young players like Harry Cochran Seeing him coming up here Who's played at the top level against top opponents And seeing him every day in training That'll bring those boys on as well So it's a win-win for Hearts you would think On the face of it just now These things sometimes don't work out But just now that looks a top sign See the big the, the big talking point Gordon Everybody will jump in the bandwagon And say well he's not played since August um, Every loan signing really if you look, uh, for instance, Rangers as well, Russell Martin not played. I think he's August as well, Gordon. Am I right in saying that? Round about that. Sorry, Russell, Russell Martin. Martin. Yeah. yeah. You've got Murphy, who's hardly played a game. Cummings hasn't played a lot with Nottingham Forest. That's the reason you get these players in loan. So the clubs must feel confident enough to say, yeah, okay, he's not played first team football for a few months. But they still can offer something. I think that you might right about he can offer something on the pitch and I'm sure in the dressing room as well. Well, I'm sure we're going to get to speak to him in the coming days, but some quotes coming out of Hearts TV initially saying that Hearts showed the most enthusiasm to get something done as quick as possible and I like that. Mark, is that yeah. when, when you're a player and you're perhaps got a couple of clubs and you're assessing your options, how important is it to, to feel loved? Everybody loves to feel loved, feel don't they? But does, uh, it, does it play a big part? Yeah, it certainly does. And especially, see if you're, if you're a player like Stephen Naismith who 
has been sitting there since August and he, he's desperate to play. And it comes the transfer window now. We're into what the 18th of January, so we're over two weeks in. And maybe something's not coming together. His agent may be telling him this club's interested, but there's a wee bit to go. He's desperate to play football. And it sounded like he, he made his mind up that he wanted to come up to Scotland. So when Hearts, the club they are, the new stand, the stadium, everything that goes with it, comes in with a solid offer, I think that would have made his mind up pretty quickly. The other line as well, Gordon, he says, I know what the gaffer is about and that played its part. So quite simple. Um, and I know that Craig Levine has many critics, but again, he is a, undeniably is a manager who's managed at high level. He's been the national team manager. That's obviously where he struck up such a relationship with Stephen Naismith that he was able to tempt him to come up to Hearts. Yes, it helps when you when you know the manager, and the manager obviously knows the players, his strengths, his weaknesses. Um, I think the the fact that if you look at Hearts with their new stadium gone, they're selling out every home game. You know they've got a fantastic fan base there. Mark will tell you we've played there. It's a terrific stadium to go to. Atmosphere's great. So if you're not going to go to the the likes of a Rangers or a Celtic, I think Hearts are a terrific club to join. And I think he's, I, I could be wrong, but I think just looking at his game, look at the way he goes about his business, I think he's tailor-made for Hearts. Tower Traders on Twitter with a really burning football issue of the day he says uh, hey guys can I just ask was it Gordon DL that I saw in Sainsbury's in East Kilbride I looked at him he looked at me and I just wanted to ask if it was him but I kept on walking that wasn't you you're not a Sainsbury's man no, no chance no chance expensive for him no bargains to be had in no, there no I was waiting for Salvation Aldi sorry Tower Trader can you believe though just to clear Ayo we've, ju- we've, uh, <laughs> we've just uncovered uh, a Gordon DL lookalike oh, that's a scary that's thought for everyone isn't that it uh, Dale's on He says Naismith hasn't played a game In five months Come on the two pundits On your panel Saying he's going to be okay to play He might be fit But will he be match fit Of course he won't Ryan is a Rangers fan In Cumbernauld Hi Ryan Hi panel Thanks for having me on No problem First time caller um, I think this might be A popular subject But I just wanted to um, Talk about the transfer business Done in January And I think The signing of Cummings Has been a, an excellent Bit of business for Rangers um, Long till the end of the season With an option to buy I know he's kind of fell out of favour a little bit in Nottingham Forest, but I remember him when he was at Hibs. He's a player that you don't really want to have lining up against. He's got a certain kind of cockiness and a bit of a swagger about him that I think makes a good striker. Um, just wanted to get the panel's thoughts on that, on that signing in particular. Well, Ryan, I think that's well known from everyone that he's not short in confidence. The lad believes in his own ability. Um, and when he scores a goal and it's a good goal or it's against a decent team, He's not shy in coming forward and letting you know all about it. And I like that. I like a bit of arrogance for a centre forward. I like somebody who believes in their own ability. Time will tell because when he scored most of his goals with Hibs, it was in the Championship. Um, he went down to Forest. It's not worked out for him yet. It still could. And he's come up to Rangers and he's now up a level again. He's at a club that expects their strikers to be on, you know, on fire, scoring goals, hit the ground running. But he's one of these guys that he just believes in his own confidence. He believes in his own ability, everything about him. And the one thing I do like about him, even the championship, he gets any good positions and the lad can't finish. So if they create chances for him, I will not be surprised if he hits the back of it. Uh, Ryan, how do you think he'll fare in Scotland's top flight? Because partly because of his age and because of Hibs' circumstances, mo- most of what we've seen of him up here has actually been uh, in the championship. How do you think he'll cope with the Ladbrokes Premiership? 
well, it, it paid me to say it, but I remember being at Ibrox when we played against Hibs and he was throwing the goal and he, he chipped Fodringham. Yeah, I So he's, he's definitely not short of confidence, so I don't, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to handle the pressures of um, playing for Rangers and playing in front of 50,000 every Saturday. And uh, something that Graham Murkett said the other day was that he's looking for that, that little thing in players where they've got that ability to go and handle the pressure. And I think that even for a young guy, he's, he's definitely got that. So hopefully... Uh, hopefully it'll work out I think, I think the biggest thing for him Gordon is simple especially if you're a striker get your first goal as quick as you can because it settles you right down if you come to a club and you're a striker and your responsibility is really scoring goals just to get that monkey off your back is incredible get that first goal quickly if he gets that he could have a terrific end of the season I mean the goal record in the championship was obviously very good Mark I think yeah. it was 48 across his last two seasons in that division I know that different levels provide different challenges as we saw with him going down south but sometimes guys who are just they just have that knack of scoring goals don't they yeah I'm not and saying that scores. that will definitely be the case no, but he's shown that so far and the championship I know he was playing against lesser teams but remember the championship still had at that time I'm pretty sure Hearts in it and it had Rangers in it so it was it was strong enough um, but what I like about him is he scores different goals you know he can score from outside the box he'll, he'll score chips like Ryan said there you know he can score tappings he, he's got a lot to his game and a player that Rangers don't really have up front you know that style of play Morelis will score you the, the penalty box goals but Cummins certainly brings something different. You want to come back in, Ryan? Uh, no, that's all I wanted to discuss, guys. So thanks for taking my call. Great stuff. Thank you very much. That was Ryan, uh, the Rangers fan in Cumbernauld. They were talking about Stephen Naismith's move to Hearts. We were asking you if it was the best move of the, the window so far in your mind or what was. Uh, Graham McLeish is on Twitter. He says, Only my opinion as a lifelong Rangers supporter, but I feel Rangers will come to regret not snapping up uh, Nasey. And then Derek Henderson on with a question. He says, uh, what happens if Cummings scores 10 to 15 goals? Is the fee agreed or can Forrest ask for more? We're going to get the traffic and travel with Amber. And after that, we're going to hear from Nadir Chiefchi. He thinks he might still have a future at Celtic. He hasn't given up on that. Keen to get your thoughts coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Backing Scottish football all season long. Please gamble responsibly. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard we kicked off by talking about Stephen Naismith his loan move to Hearts what you made of that was it the best deal of the window and if not what do you think has been the best piece of business done so far if you like to get involved it's 0141 951 1025 of course we are on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well but let's hear from Nadir Chiefchi shall we because he's still hopeful of a future at Celtic and says there is no hard feelings between him and Brent and Rogers, the Turkish strikers now on loan at Motherwell, of course, until the end of the season, and he believes the environment at the Steelmen will help rediscover his best form. It's been up and down to be fair with Celtic uh, for me in my career, but like I say, I'm happy to be here and to concentrate on Motherwell. The manager has spoken to to Brendan, and uh, what they have spoken, I don't know, but obviously they made it, they made it for me uh, easy to come here, and uh, and they were happy for me to come here and play. There's always uh, hope and there's always doors open. So, like I say, I'll, I'll think about it uh, when the season is finished. All what matters now is for me is Moldova. I've always spoke positive and he's, he's done the same. It's just not been being able to play under him, but I've always rated him high. I think every move is, is the same kind of importance. You know, you just want to play games, you just want to get out there and have fun. But um, this, this means a bit, I think, different because of the chat with the manager, uh, the environment that I'm here. Just everything they've been giving me already so far, 
from the people around the club. So I'm determined to give give them back everything I have in, in me. So, but I can feel the enjoyment here already. Like I've said it before, uh, the kind of feeling that I had there, the kind of happiness and everything. Uh, it's it's kind of here as well that I can feel. So hopefully I can I can do the same things on the park as well. I've always been trying to just enjoy enjoying the park, and if I score the goals. Happy days, but I'll just uh, do everything I have to give them whatever I can. And sometimes it will be goals, sometimes it will be assists, sometimes whatever it is. But I'm not really putting myself under that pressure of needing to score goals. Obviously, it will be always good, but first and foremost, help the team with whatever I have to do. Now, let's be fair to Nadir Chiefchi because he's very, very unlikely to sit there and say, Yeah, I've got no chance at Celtic, I'm finished, move on. Um, any any chance whatsoever that he do you, do you want me to say he for him? rediscovers this form and and has a future at Celtic? I'm quite happy to say for him. I don't think the lad, and I'm not being disrespectful. I know Mark will back him to the hill because Mark's waiting till his career ends and still backs him. <laughs> um, I think he's got a big job in his hands at Motherwell. He could be a real good signing for Motherwell. I was watching them train the other day. He's a strong lad. He's got technically he's very very good, uh, Gordon. But I think the ship sailed at Celtic for him. I don't think Celtic will be the the club that he goes on to um, further his career. So it's up to him. He's had a poor spell, you know. Even at Plymouth, uh, I think Derek Adams was looking for a lot more out of him. But he's come up to Motherwell. He knows the Scottish game. Um, he'll probably play in the, the the derby against Hamilton, the cup tie this weekend. And you could go off to a great start in your career. So he's really got to just concentrate on Motherwell, build on that, try and get himself back in track. Because I do agree with Martin Asens that he has got really good ability, but I don't think he'll ever be a Celtic player. Like, I have to agree with that. I mean, hold, on, came, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. No, 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 no. You were his okay. biggest defender no, in this programme. You told no, us listen, time and time again he would me, cut it at Celtic. Well, I thought he did have the ability. I know he did have the ability because I played with him uh, and I seen it. What he, what I think is was Nadir's problem was when he was at Dundee United, he was a main man. He was the guy that we looked at. Now I know we had at that time we had Gold and we had Armstrong, and Kai Stephen, but Nadir was the one that was getting a lot of the headlines. He was the, the main striker, you know. He very he could be temperamental sometimes, but a flash of genius. And he would get the crowd, you know, behind him, and he was one of these confidence players. And a lot had to be about him, which was great because he he dug the team out of so many holes. When he went to Celtic, you're surrounded by players who are the main men, you know, and and guys who were bought for a lot more money, a lot more experience, and can change a game perhaps better than you can. And I don't think Nads really took to that, and it would have dented his confidence. I think he will succeed at Motherwell. I think going into that environment. I think once again It's almost like A Dundee United situation Where He will be the main man He's the guy That's coming on loan For Celtic He's a kind of Big star Big attraction And I think he will Fit into that environment And I think Motherwell With the squad of players They've got have got a lot of workers You know Hard workers Round about him That he might get away With doing The other side of the game But gave him the ball And he might create So I think he will succeed there that's something that you always hear get levelled at Nadir Chiefchi That perhaps he doesn't uh, put in the same amount of effort as he perhaps should Is that fair or are people misunderstood him? Look, I'll be honest, I think that's fair I think it's fair Now, you get strikers who buzz about Stephen Naismith is one who'll work his socks off You'll see him chase back But Nadir was never like that He would do it in fits and starts And you would never get it for the full game But what he does do 
with the energy he saves with that when you give him the ball he can go and create he can go and beat three and four players that other guys in the team can't do and score you a worldie so you need to, you need a worldie <laughs> well, you need but to, we're not down the park now well, God knows that's, that's young footballer speech oh is it that, exactly they, they maybe didn't say that in your day but that, that's that's what cool kids that's like Mark exactly. say nowadays so get and with the times like if you don't mind but he'll do things that the other guys can't do and I think that's Worth a gamble Is it a gamble Really taking them free Because he scored What 30 or 35 something goals that For United move as well. uh, So I think it's a good move And he'll create Where Motherwell Are probably lacking Just now With the signing out uh, You know The way Malt Going the other way um, So I think it's a player Motherwell need And I think it's Something more importantly That Nadia Chiefs He needs a club That he can fit in And, and be the main man at. Um, P McGee's on Twitter He says I'm a Celtic man I don't think there's any doubt Naismith is the best move Thus far in the window Decent player Will offer Harps plenty uh, I, I asked what the best Piece of business was so That doesn't necessarily Have to be a, a player Coming in What about Kenny In Motherwell What are your thoughts On this Kenny Evening guys Hello Hi Kenny Hiya um, No I think the best Bit of business In the, um, the window Was a player that we lost Preston getting um, Liam Holt Um He's been easily the best striker outside the old firm for the last couple of seasons. And, um, you know, there's been plenty of Rangers fans, Aberdeen fans, been talking about how the, he's the one that got away on a, on a, a massive amount of occasions. Um, and, you know, we can bring in a, players like Cummins and Naismith. Um, who Cummins has still got a lot left in his career, but Naismith has, has been there and done it. But I think it's... For Preston, I think that that'll prove to be the best signing of the window that's, for anybody. That's, that's fair enough. I did say the best piece of business, so it doesn't have to be a signing. Mm. What about Kenny's theory then? Hold, managing to hold on to Louis Moult until now, he got them into a cup final and still got a bit of cash for him as well. Yeah, you can't deny that he was terrific for Motherwell. Um, as a big loss. Um, he's obviously wanting to go down to the Championship and try it down there. It is a very difficult league. Uh, very good size down there Big money You see for instance Teams like Leeds United I think they paid something like Four and a half million for a player today So it shows you the sort of a Money that's branded about down there It's very competitive um, I'll be interested to see how he does Gordon um, um, We're looking forward to seeing If Louis Malt can go down there And keep banging in the goals He certainly has a terrific talent And uh, he deserves his chance uh, Kenny, we just actually heard from Nadia Chiefchi, so it seems like a good opportunity to get your your thoughts on him. He was quite keen to move away from the suggestion that you know that the, the pressure's all on him to replace Louis Moult's goals. But how, how do you think he'll do? Is that a signing that excites you? If he can recreate his Dundee United form, I should. You know, there's no club in the country that it wouldn't excite. Um, you know, I'm on the the well fans too. Um, Facebook forum and somebody posted up a, a video reel of some of the goals that um, Nadia scored over the years and the thing about him is he's, he can plant himself into the ground and nobody will move him and he can t- you know turn with a lot of power and, and hold people off and you know that's that's <laughs> that's a great attribute for him to have um, I don't think there's a little fan that wasn't worried about his temperament um, cause, but I think if he comes um, and we give him the opportunity, then I think this could be the perfect platform for him. But it, you know, the fact that uh, our manager has went out and signed two strikers to replace one 
um, shows how much that he's worried about the depth that we had. And I think that, you know, he's made good signings. I think that Nadir will turn out to be one of them. I think he'll be a good sign for us. Again, you know, the headline that comes out of these things sometimes is Nadir Chief G talking about his future at Celtic. But these things take care of themselves, don't they, Mark? That's not really something he can concern himself with because if he doesn't play well at Mullerwell, then it's, that certainly won't be... Yeah. It won't be uh, even a consideration. No, not at all. I'm the same as well. I'm the same as Gordon. Though I think if he does do well at Motherwell uh, and and finishes the season, you know, in great form, scoring plenty of goals, I still don't know if there's a way back at Celtic. I think he'll be playing for his career at Motherwell. If you know what I mean, I think if he does well, you know, gets the fans on side, excites, then there'll be. Interest from the fans and, and the fans will want him to, to sign for the following season So if anything He's got a lot to play for He should concentrate on the place He's at just now Because that, that Mark, may be I where agree, he is I agree with you He has got a lot to play for Because if he Hopefully will be successful For our Motherwell team Gordon Especially starting this week in <laughs> Well I was going to say actually Derby. Kenny mentioned the Well Fans 2 yeah. Facebook fo- did, did you start that? Are you the administrator no, of that, no, that no, forum no, on no. Facebook? I'm, no? I'm on it up. I, right, okay. I, I know Kenny very well I'm sure you are But if, uh, if Nads If Nads can get <laughs> off running With a good world He's calling him Nads He's calling him Nads you. Nah, That's, that's what you end. called him Ah but you've no liked him For a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> If he can score you a world just If he can score a world Especially in the derby But no seriously I think it's a it's a, a big time in his career. Um, I don't think anybody denies it. He has got bags of talent, but it's okay saying you've got bags of talent. You've got to produce it, and he's not produced it. And everybody gets back to he's done the United days. How long ago was that, Mark? You know, and how many yeah, clubs ago yeah, was that? Years, yeah. yeah. So he's got to he's got to get back on the, the tracks running again. Okay, Barry's a Celtic fan in Bells Hill. Hi, Barry. Uh, how you doing, guys? All right. Yes, yeah, not bad. What's your point tonight, Barry?
We don't want to be in a position again that too many injuries actually hindered the defence like last season. Obviously, we've got beat on and he done an alright job, but as I said, I have. But if you, Barry, if you bring it's in five, five centre, yeah, but uh, Bayata, Ayer, Semenovic, Compare. That's four. Yeah. And we'll make one up. We'll beat on, okay. Yeah. And even that, that five. And Lustig five, can go in there as well. That five's a lot as well, isn't it, yeah. to try and. And then Sviachenko's obviously went out the door, so. You got you you got to bring in another centre half, and and where is this magic centre half that everyone's chatting about that Celtic can just lure because they're in the the Europa League? It, it's harder than that, I'm afraid to to go out and get someone. Absolutely, no, I can't. Like I said, Mark, where are we going to get a centre half? Eh? But I'm not my job. That Celtic show. <laughs> Good point, this. Barry. Actually, I think you know. What I mean, like I believe 100% Brendan Rodgers, the man's a legend. He's Every time he speaks, I sit down and listen to him. But in this one, I do think we need to show the defence up a wee bit. But listen, I trust the man 100% whatever he does. It's not going to stop me if he's going to park here every second Saturday, you know what I mean? Okay, thank you very much to Barry, the Celtic fan in Bells Hill, giving us his thoughts on the transfer window so far. Before we get the travel with Amber, listen to this. Now, this is an this is an offer that must excite everyone at this time of the year. The chance for you to ditch the January Blues and win £2,000 in time for the weekend. I booked myself a wee holiday earlier and £2,000, nice. let me tell you, would have come in nice and handy. It's a shame I can't enter these things, but you can. So if you enter Clyde One's 2K Day, you could win two grand tomorrow. Now, all you have to do is text YES to 61025. That's YES to 61025 and you're in with a chance now you do need a G M L P A K A or F K in your postcode a winner will be chosen at random when the lines close at 9am tomorrow text costs £1.50 all your T's and C's and online entry are at Clyde1.com all that's left for us to do is wish you good luck Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com download the app and score a tap in please gamble responsibly Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've just been hearing uh, from Motherwell Loney Nadir Chiefji on his hopes uh, about kickstarting his career at Motherwell and the potential maybe that he manages to have a future at Celtic as well. Let's get back to the phone lines. It's 01419511025 if you want to get involved. Thomas is in Kilsyth. He's a Celtic fan. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Gordon. How are you doing? Not bad, Thomas. What's in your mind tonight? Doing, guys? Hey, uh, I took a couple of points. First one's about uh, Nadia Chiefty. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, obviously, it was, it was doing well done United when we when we signed him was going to Google's. But I thought, personally, I thought it was, I thought it was a strange signing because they never really thought they were going to run in when they came to Celtic. I, he didn't really, or maybe he didn't get a, a good enough chance. But I just, I just feel it was a strange one because mm-hmm. he, he, as I say, he never thought they were going to run in. I mean, hindsight's yeah. a good thing, but he, he was—he was pretty sought after, was he not? Or I mean, he certainly was in good form. I think, Celtic I think there were worse signings from Dundee United to Celtic. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I know where he's going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you're never going to know if you're going to hit the ground on it. But every time he played against Celtic for Dundee United, he put in a good performance. He was always a nuisance. He scored goals. He was a a tough. Player to handle For the Celtic centre-halves At that time So I can only assume That the coaching team Obviously identified him Through that Then obviously Doing a wee bit of Background checks They looked at his goals He scored And what he did To other teams And he was in fire At Dundee United There's no doubt about it But We, we chat about it all the time Me and Gordon When we went to Celtic Rangers It's different You know Being at 
being at a club and then going to going to Celtic Rangers where so much is expected of and I touched on it earlier. I think that Deer thrived on the fact that he was the main man at United, and that's where you got the best out of him. Celtic, there was other guys who were who were more prominent and more maybe loved, if you like, more loved by the fans, and maybe that dented his confidence a wee bit, and he didn't perform. And that's why he's found himself at Motherwell. That's why I say I think he'll be good at Motherwell. I think the fans will take to him, and I think he'll perform. I mean, when you remember it as well, he went straight in at a time, didn't he, into the. The qualifier Thomas he came in Lee Griffiths was there But he was chosen Almost at the beginning As Celtic's number one striker And I guess It's all about timing When it doesn't happen Straight away for you Then sometimes it's hard To recover from that Yeah of course I mean He was going to go for fun Mark Wright He was inspired Dundee United But it's, I just think it's Like players that come for you Like Dundee United And your Hearts Habs And go Teams like Celtic and Rangers They're maybe I wouldn't say found out but uh, I, I, it shows you the kind of players there was it their, their old team then they come to a big team like Celtic or Rangers and they can't they, they can't find their feet anymore if, if that makes sense oh, well there have been countless examples of that over don't over think the years. that's exclusive to Scottish clubs no Thomas I think that's <laughs> that's guys for abroad for even the top leagues in England who come up to Celtic and Rangers and think I can make it here but the club's just too big for them you want to come yeah. back in, Thomas? Yeah, I can understand that, Mark, but I, I just feel like, I, I just think he'd be fighting Marlowe well, well. But this will be Louis Moult, not being there. Louis Moult was a great player, obviously, for Marlowe. Uh, Moult scored goals for fun. And I think Tukey will score goals for him, but I think he would do well at Marlowe. Well, well, I don't think he would get a game again for Celtic. Personally, I don't, I don't think he will. Um, Thomas, did you say at the top there you had a, a second point to make? I just don't want to move I it on if you do. Point as usual, we've seen players and they get injured. <laughs> um, Compa. I, I just, I, I don't know how it's going to affect. Uh, obviously, I know it's going to play against uh, Zenit. I know that, but um, I just feel that we're lacking a, a defender for this game. Not just for this game, obviously, just for the rest of the, the rest of the upcoming season. Because um, our defence has been pretty shaky, shaky to say the least for for the past few weeks. Does the fact that Marvin Compere couldn't play against Zenit anyway mean that this injury, the impact of it, it won't be felt quite as much? Because if he was signed with the expectation of, right, he's the man that goes into that defence for one of the biggest games of the season, let's see what he can do, hopefully Celtic can get through and all the rest of it, then maybe that would be different. But he, he couldn't play anyway, so... Yeah. I don't see the, the big deal about it. The guys, anybody can pick up an injury. It's just a gas totally, it's not... It's not nothing that's plagued him all his career. And you're right, if he was going into the Zenit game, then it'd be a bit of a concern. It wasn't going to play anyway. Celtic have got more than enough cover domestically to fit someone in, else in there, so I don't think it's a big deal. Happy with that, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Good man, that was Thomas, Celtic fan in Kilsaitha. Michael McGill's on Twitter, he says, Gordon, does we Wills, I think that must be Ooh, you. Is that me? Does we Wills we, think... We Wills. Does Wee Wills think Celtic need an out and out right back? Now before you answer that That does make me laugh Because <laughs> right. Yes What a tweet Michael the word we in there Is what's caught my eye Gordon DL 
Every time we go to a break He's got something ridiculous on his mind That me and Mark Wilson have to deal with He's trying to tell us That he used to Listen to this He used to be 6 foot 1 and he's, 6 foot he, he, That's not what you said He said he used to be 6 foot 1 And he's now 5 foot 10 <laughs> He thinks he has shrunk that dramatically <laughs> Over the space in a couple of years And he is convinced And he's got people in the studio Doing the old back to back Seeing how tall he is And Mark I Honestly I, I don't know how he gets through a day well, he says he was 5'10 I'm now 5'10 So I said I'm 5'10 yeah, Let's, at, let's go back to back how your hair is I'm 2 inches bigger than him No you're not Honestly, Your hair is You're yeah. unbelievable With the gel Sorry to Sorry Off on a bit of a tangent there Does we Wills think Celtic need yeah. an out and out right we back? We man What's your thoughts? A wee man <laughs> <laughs> Do they, oh, I, I can see where that point's coming from I think Lustig has done a, a terrific job uh, none better than displacing me and making sure I was at the club. But I think he's, I think he's a quality player who may be, who may be coming to the end of his career. And I can understand some Celtic fans. I've heard this before. Some Celtic fans saying to me, you know, we need a, a right back. Uh, Lustig's ran the course. I still think he does a, a very good job for Celtic. I don't think he's done as well this season as he did last season. Um, and I still think he's got a lot left in him. I would just like to see somebody push him that wee bit harder. Is Ralston, Ralston the last to now do Ralston, that? but Ralston's been injured yeah, I know that. for for a wee while. So I think Ralston but might that has got the ability to rather than if Ralston gets back fit, aye, I think that could happen. It depends how how quickly he gets up to speed. But to have one guy one right back for the majority of the season, and he's a an older guy, it's a lot on Mikael Lustig's shoulders to to carry that. So I, I can see the concern why people might think And even if he does uh, Ralston does push him Then there's going to be a time that Ralston's the number one You need somebody to push him So, you know, Gamboa's not, not done it So perhaps you do need someone else in there I mean, Mikael Lustig, obviously very experienced international player yeah. He's still playing at that level as well Any, He does seem to have gathered a bit of criticism recently Any chance that Anthony Ralston manages this season? To displace him Or is, is that further down the line I think it'll be further down the line I think it's time for a young lad To get Obviously he's been injured um, Get back into full fitness I've watched him a few times uh, Ralston Very impressed with him Gordon Especially going forward uh, I think he suits Celtic's um, Style of play I was the one that When the January window opened People were saying Well If you were Celtic Who would you bring in I would have looked for a right back I think Lustig's been a terrific servant um, and I think what Mark's touching on To go another season and play the amount of games that Celtic play I don't think he'll be able to do that um, I think that it's time that He does need a bit of challenge in that right back position Whether young Ralston can get in there and, and play You know, game after game after game uh, Is still something we have to see But I wouldn't be surprised in the summer for instance That if Celtic brought in a quality right back uh, okay, Thomas is in Clyde Bank He's on Twitter though He says, uh, speaking of Chi-Chi My wee boy must have been one of the very few With him on one of his Celtic tops There's, there's nothing worse as I see when you, you get the new sign in You rush out, printed on the back of the top And then it doesn't work out Or he gets injured in the what first game number seven as well So it was an Big iconic number seven number. Nightmare for Thomas And uh, Larson39's on Twitter Because I mentioned my holiday earlier He says, if Gordon's go- Gordon Duncan's going on holiday Will Gordon DL be hosting while he's away? Imagine that That'd be yeah. good Conversations We wouldn't even get put on air How much he'd muck up the buttons How much you've shrunk How many steps he's done In his Fitbit How many calories he burns off In his sleep yeah. Less said about that The better mm. um, Don't worry Larson 39 I'm under strict orders 
To not go on holiday Until the season ends It's time for us to do this though Beat the pundits With goals In the Scottish sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday Wednesday And Saturday it is time for you to pick up the phone If you want to play Beat the Pundit Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are both here They're both raring to go But they need someone to take them on So if you want to play Go and pick up the phone right now And dial 0141 951 1025 And you could play Beat the Pundit After the news Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Bet and play And pull a result out of the bag Please gamble responsibly into the second hour of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're going to hear from Celtic defender Christopher Iyer now He says he's loving life under Brendan Rodgers And he's targeting being Celtic's number one centre half So Celtic fans, I want to know what you think of his chances Of really nailing down that position in the second half of the season 01419511025 We're on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB And we'll hear from Christopher Iyer after this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Okay, let's meet tonight's contestant He's Andy Stewart from Dunoon He's a Celtic fan Hi Andy How's it going guys, alright? Yeah, not bad you? No bad, no bad Um, I I like to just get a wee feel for your your thought process I'm going to toss the coin But who would you rather play? Have you spotted a weakness in any of these two masterminds? Mark <laughs> I'm straight to the point Andy Don't think about it too long Andy, Andy say what you really you think Say what you really think Don't beat around the bush Andy uh, Okay let's toss the coin anyway Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails it's Gordon DL And it is actually Tails It's Gordon DL So the weakness Mark Wilson Gets away with Got it God damn I'm hopeless Andy's just robbing I, this in Mark. I know thanks Andy uh, Let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 in his ear So he can't pinch your answers And we'll get the clock set up Andy, 30 seconds Head to head Remember you can pass But here is your chance To beat the pundit Okay Ready? Yep Which two teams face each other Tomorrow night In the Scottish Cup? Pass Aberdeen's Frank Ross Has joined which Scottish Championship club on loan? Mon What's the name of Fraserburgh's home ground? Pass Other than Hibs What other team did Liam Henderson Go on loan to? Barry uh, Where did Kenny McLean Start his professional career? St Mon. What type of animal Is on the badge Of Sheffield Wednesday? An eagle Okay Dreadful You're close Let's bring Gordon Deal back Don't give anything away Just yet Gordon Yeah go for it Don't sound too enthusiastic Over there mm-hmm. Sorry I woke you up From your slumber Are you ready? Yeah Okay doc What two teams Face each other Tomorrow night In the Scottish Cup? Cove Rangers and Fontaine Fontaine <laughs> Fon- Aber- Aberdeen's Frank Ross has joined Which Morton. Scottish Championship club I'm on What is the name of Fraserburgh's home ground? Bellsley Other than Hibs Which other team did Liam Henderson go out on loan to? Up past uh, Where did Kenny McLean start his professional career? Simran What type of animal is on the badge of Sheffield Wednesday? I know And which former England international Just in time Made four appearances With Falkirk in 1996 Quickly I can't answer I, I don't know the question What was the question? Repeat the question <laughs> nah, please too late Oh come too on late. Too late No chance You're not getting a second bite uh, To that one Who is this, uh, the, let, the let me Highland go through Club. them Let me go through them Cove uh, Rangers and Font- Fontaine Fontaine <laughs> How is it again? Fontaine Fontaine I must get that That is a mare What an absolute mare he's had Right let's go through them What two teams face each Fort other Martin. Tomorrow night in the Scottish Cup It is Cove Rangers away at Fort Martin Fort Martin Are you giving me it? 
Fancy. Not in a million years. That sounds the same. Fontaine. What for Martin. Who or what is Fontaine? <laughs> They're a Highland club that's nicknamed oh, for Martin. <laughs> Absolute mile out Okay, Fort Martin against Cove Rangers So none of you got that On to the second one Frank Ross has joined Morton on loan Well done, you both got that So it's one all at the moment What's the name of Fraserburgh's home ground? And you're a Celtic fan I'm, I'm sure you're not concerning yourself with that too much this weekend uh, But Gordon is you, You're not planning a trip up, are you, to yeah, Bellsley? Yeah, yeah, I'm going I'm sure you are MD1 to left, give us a shout At Bellsley Park So Gordon moves into a 2-1 lead uh, Andy, I can see what you were thinking But the other team Liam Henderson went to on loan was Rosenborgs. This was oh, previously. So oh, come on. <laughs> oh, oh, Fontaine. <laughs> and uh, the next question, you both got that one right. Where did Kenny McLean start his professional career? St. Mirren. So Gordon's still one up, and then he's pipped you in the last one as well. What type of animal is on the badge of Sheffield Wednesday? It's an owl. You said an eagle, Andy, so, I mean. You were right Aye, in the sense that it was a, a bird Aye, but No, I'm not right My, no. my plan turns out you should write a room one, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a point for that I'll give him a point for that one, that's good Andy, you ever thought about your own nature documentary? Aye. One turns yeah. it's right round and the other one, Disney I like that The difference between an eagle and an owl Thanks to Andy in Danoon Well done to Andy Hard lines somehow Despite thinking that uh, Fontaine is a football team You have actually won Beat the Pundit I can't believe it why not? What was the answer to the last one? What was the question the last one? Which former England international made four appearances with Falkirk in 1996? I don't know. That's why I asked. Why wouldn't have got that? Chris Waddle. Oh, oh no he? chance. He well, you do now And you also know That the difference Between an eagle and an owl <laughs> Is that one turns It's he'd right run And one Disney That's good That's Pretty simple good. I, I, can't, that. I can't believe that Highland team Fontaine. For Martin Fontaine, Fontaine. I was so close. Would I got half point for Cove? No, I just it was so ridiculous that I just I, just, I was nearly there. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not buying that whatsoever. Had I got that in catchphrase? <laughs> right. Okay. I said Celtic fans. We were going to hear from Christopher Ayer. I want to know if you think this is the year where he makes a claim to be Celtic's number one centre back, or certainly in the starting eleven. I know you've been enjoying his performances recently, but can he manage to stay there on a permanent basis? Christopher Ayer says he's loving life under Brendan Rodgers, and says he is targeting being Celtic's number one centre half. Now, the 19-year-old's put in a string of impressive performances recently, and as they look ahead to the Scottish Cup clash with Brecon this week, he feels it can only get better. We know that it's a big expectation when you play for Celtic and. Uh, Every game is big, and especially when we when we go to Celtic Park, yeah, all the teams want to come and uh, try to beat us. It's a big game for them, but it's a big game for us as well. We um, we respect all the teams we meet, and we know that they will, they will make it as tough as possible for us. No, it's been a positive December. I played uh, a lot of games, and uh, the manager put faith in all of his players in the squad. And uh, when you when he puts you in, you know you know your job. So it's uh, easy to get the chance, and especially when you get your chance for Celtic, yeah, you have to grab it. And as I said, it's uh, one of the biggest clubs to play for. So I'm just really happy to be here now. I know that I'm uh, I'm still young and that I still got a lot a lot to learn. And uh, to be fair, when you play for Celtic, you you have to take one game at a time and perform at every single every single opportunity. So I'm just looking forward to the next game now on Saturday. Uh, we want to start start well uh, the second half of the season, and I think I'm developing really really good here. The last year I've been here in the club has been extremely good. First alone I had in Killy where I got the game time, and coming back to to the club uh, I felt stronger. After felt more ready to play and uh, yeah the, I feel I'm developing really good 
Yeah, I, I don't know uh, what uh, the starting eleven will be on Saturday, but uh, I will always do my best in, in training, and uh, I'm still 19 years old. I can develop so much more, so I'm just taking one day at a time, to be fair. Celtic fans, after this winter break, is Christopher Ayer in your first choice defensive pairing? Yes or no? 01419511025. Uh, John Paul Monaghan is on Twitter. He says, Ayer has been a breath of fresh air since he broke into the first team. He'd be my first pick in defence from now on. The boy's a class act. The new Van Dyke question mark. That's a, certainly that's high praise. I don't know if uh, we, we want to get that far ahead at the moment, Mark. No, not that far ahead at the moment. He's only... Is, is, is he first 19. choice at the moment? Is that is it too early to say that for sure? Look, I think I think he is first choice. I think the games he's come in, he's he's been a standout. I think the way he's defended uh, has been exceptional. And sometimes, okay, he's going to be a wee bit raw sometimes because he is still learning. But I think there is a maturity about him. I think there's a strength about him. Um, he's not been messed about. I've mentioned this show a few times the way he handled Adam Rooney. Uh, I was impressed with. And the way he played Even in the Rangers game I, I, I thought he'd done fine in that as well So I think for such a young lad Coming in Who has been frustrated Remember He's sat on the bench a lot And he's He's been out of squads And he's went on loan So he's been frustrated For someone who's been given their chance uh, When there was, there's been problems I think he's taken it So I think he is First choice I think One of the only blemishes Is when he came in against Astana But I think the full team He was alongside Near Beaton as well That night but wasn't it? Yeah It's easy to blame The centre halves And everything going wrong The defence The full team Has to take responsibility For that Not a 19 year old kid So I think that's A wee blemish But apart from that I think he's done Very very well And I think he deserves His place in that Starting 11 Yeah I can't uh, can't really disagree With that I think the fact That he went out To Kamarnock uh, Got a bit of game experience Has helped him uh, Brendan Rodgers Has put him in there At centre back And kept him in for his performances The one thing I do think Where his big strength is The way Celtic play from the back He's able to step into the middle of the park And he looks very comfortable in there Obviously And making the passes And I think that's what Brendan Rodgers likes about him Mark touched on it Yeah there's one or, one or two times you watch him And you think well defensively He gets caught out of position But remember I think he's only still 19 Or something like that yeah. So he's certainly got a terrific future ahead of him And I think he is in there in merit And I think he is number one On the centre half's list And whoever plays beside him Celtic fans Mark Wilson thinks Christopher Ayer is the first choice or certainly one of the first choice picks at the back for Celtic at the moment do you agree or do you have other thoughts 01419511025 Mark how much of this though is um, in reaction to, to what happened at Tynecastle because people really seem to lose patience with Boyata and Sumunovic that day surely if they have been good enough for Brendan Rodgers up until now it, it, is it really likely to change just on the back of that? Well, quite rightly so. It was a, it was a poor performance at Tynecastle. So when you get a poor performance, it doesn't matter how well really somebody's done for you. If, if you see it coming over a number of weeks and, you know, the Celtic fans kind of sense things weren't going right at the back there, kind of all came apart at Tynecastle. So Brendan Rodgers obviously seen the same, thought he had to make a change. Now, when he makes a change... If the guy you put in Is doing terrifically well And you look a more solid unit Well you can't change back So That's what I like about Aya He's been given a chance on merit He was doing well in training But then it's up to him To take the chance He could have went in there And, and had a nightmare Or looked a bit shaky 
And he would have came straight back out the team And Shimanovic would have went back in And may have formed a partnership that might have looked solid But Ayer's not allowed him to do that And that's what I like about the boy 19 year old, he stood up to the challenge Well here's what his manager makes of him In the last season I think he's made big strides um, You know, come in here as an 18 year old guy And haven't played first team football in Norway But needed to, I suppose, maybe get used to a more physical game um, but uh, I, I've been really impressed with him. You know, as a as a nineteen year old boy, he's, he's he's shown up very very well. Any time he's played for us, and obviously the last uh, period that he's played, he's he's been exceptional really. So, uh, so yeah, still a lot for him to improve on. But that's what we love to do. We love to coach the players here, make them better, and and I'm sure he's got a lot of development left uh, to become a better player. But so far, he's he's doing very well. You know, if I didn't have the belief in him. You know, a Celtic Rangers game is always a huge game and I thought he coped with that side of it very, very well. So it's just him getting experiences. You know, he was given some experiences of the Champions League qualifiers in which he's done very well. Uh, and it's just adding to, to that. And since he's come into the team, he's he's been very, very good. And more coming in on Twitter. Michael McBride says, definitely first choice for Celtic. Been outstanding since he came into the team and growing in confidence uh, every game he plays at. Colin is in Easter House. Hi, Colin. Hi Gordon, how you doing? Not too bad Colin, you wanted <laughs> to talk about some young defenders in Scotland I believe uh, No, um, I was, how you doing Gordon, how you doing Mark? Hi, Hi Colin. Colin Listen, I was listening to your conversation about Christopher Iyer and he's a Celtic player and I don't, I don't particularly talk about Celtic players but I was driving about and I was like, he's getting a wee specialist boy and we've got an 18 year old boy at Ibrox, Ross McCrory and he's no had the publicity that this boy's got that's a young Scottish boy and I emphasise the word Scottish and yet you still find uh, uh, alright to talk about an 18 year old foreign boy how do we know what's in Lyrico about our own boys well, first of all, Colin, I don't think it, it matters really what nationality they are, but I do, I do take your point. I, the way I, where I would disagree with you is that Ross McCrory hasn't had praise. He's had praise on this show, yeah. he's had praise in pretty much every outlet I can think of, Gordon. I think everyone's been uh, praiseworthy yeah, of Ross McCrory so far. I, I, think, uh, I think Colin's about wrong there. I think Ross McCrory has had a lot of praise, um, a lot of you know positive feedback from everyone. Um, I like the boy... We discussed, he started off at centre-back um, and Murty decided to move him in just in front in the, the front of the diamond there to protect the two centre-halves and I think he's been Rangers' best player. I think he's been absolutely terrific, the kid. And he's another one with a, with a terrific future. Um, and you're right, Gordon, it's not just because they're Scottish we have to talk Scottish people up. They play in our league. We talk about young players. We talk about young talent. Uh, you know, we're looking at even guys at Dundee Henry, Jack Henry, I mm. think is another one that's going to come through and have a big career. But uh, Ross McCrory, I think it's all the plaudits in the world in this show from everyone. And, you know, supporters have phoned in here and spoke many times of his performances and this boy will just get better and better and better. And he's certainly another one for the future and it's good for the Scottish game. Second half of the, the Celtic Rangers game where he played that holding role, I thought he was outstanding for such somebody so young. To, to play in there against Celtic's attacking threats Main attacking threats And kind of hold that midfield together I thought spoke volumes for it I think he's a terrific young player as well Colin I think he's he's one who's got a bright future And what Gordon says I think he's better in that holding role midfield Than he is centre half I think he's 
he, he sees the game in front of him I think he can control a pace of a game as well But also break up attacks I think that's made for him that role Where, where would you rather see him play Colin? Uh, centre mid uh, The holding rope Centre midfield Definitely I think the boy Can boss a game 19 year old I mean That's why I'm quite uh, Passionate about this young boy Because um, I mean Celtic's had uh, Kieran Tierney And don't get me right He's a cracking player I think he's still got a wee bit to go to beat Um for the evidence that I've seen the other night here with a Liverpool Man City game, I think Kieran's still got a wee bit to go to beat Andy Robertson. But um, for, for Ross Nicore, I think the boy's just going to get better and better. So I do. What's behind that feeling, Gordon? Because I think most people now, I think most people that you hear from say that Ross McCrory is better suited to holding midfield role rather than a central defensive role. Is it purely because he's not? Overly tall Does that still no. matter The way it used to No I think I think he, he reads the game Very well Gordon um, He allows The attacking players To get forward And he gives Great protection To his, his two centre backs As well He's quicker uh, Across the ground um, he's, he's strong In the tackle And when he gets The ball He can use it um, I wouldn't have Any worries about him Getting into centre half But if I was Picking my strongest Rangers side and you asked me where I would play him It's only my personal opinion I would play him just sitting in front of the back man. I think he's tailor-made for that role He just looks so comfortable And Brendan Rodgers touched on a point there uh, About Ayer and the fact that Well, if you can, if I've got the confidence to get and play him Against Rangers in a massive game Mark touched on it as well McCrory, I thought, against Celtic was a second half was yeah. absolutely terrific So it shows you that he's got the strength of character as well uh, Colin, if you fancy Ross McCrory to stay in midfield How do you see the midfield shaping up then With not only the new arrivals But players coming back And we understand the move for Greg Doherty Is getting a bit closer um, So if all, if all of that was to, to come off How do you see all the pieces fitting together? You've got to put Graham Dorns back in um, I would have <coughs> Jamie Murphy um, he's, Aye Dorans McCrory Murphy Widnas Would you leave out Ryan Jack? There's plenty of materials now Aren't there Gordon? Yeah uh, I, Do you know I, I was actually thinking about that Today Colin You know If they go and snap up an, Another midfielder uh, Dockery <coughs> from Hamilton Say He's going to have some choices in there. He really has. You've, we're we're okay. missing guys like Holt, who the Rangers fans like. Windass is split decision with supporters, but I think he's got a lot to give. Murphy's coming in. Ryan Jack Dorans is a big player for them. Halliday's come back. Hall- and, uh, I don't uh, think listen, he's going. I, know, to, I don't think he's got a feature. I know he had a difficult time. I'm talking just purely about numbers, though. It's still a, it's still another body there. Oh, that you have got, to decide got what to so do. So many with. numbers in there. It's incredible. You know, you even look at the guys that I think he'll be looking to ship on. Crancher, for instance, another one looking to ship on. Um, but he's got so. If he gets Docker in there, he's got so so many options. And it'll be interesting to see when the the massive game against Aberdeen. The first league game back at Ibrox I'll be interested to see What his team's going to be in the formation 01419511025 Get in touch Let us know what football matter is on your mind Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they're going to face a full-time teaser after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football all season long Please gamble responsibly 
Or Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's that time of the night where we give these two a full time teaser, and I know lots of you like to play along at home as well. So listen up. I think this one's relatively simple, I think. Mm. And it was Never sent simple. in by Ryan Preston. You know the drill by now, folks, but just in case you're new to this, we take your teasers in, we try and catch the guys out with them, and you get to sit at home and feel smug if they can't answer. So if you want to send your questions in, maybe you've got a nice piece of trivia, well, you can send them in to fulltime at clyde1.com. That's fulltime at clyde1.com, and hopefully we can get them on air and try and catch the guys out. So like I say, this one's sent in by Ryan Preston, and I've... Edited it slightly But he says that Since the start of the Scottish Premiership In 2013 mm-hmm. There have been nine Non-Scottish managers That have managed But are no longer in the league Can you name them? So since the start of the Scottish Premiership In 2013 There have been nine Scottish managers That have managed in the league But are no longer in that division Can you name them? Like Lee Clark you mean? Like Lee Clark I mean Well yeah. done okay. Good start I'll take one from you Mark To get the ball rolling Uh, I was still writing down the question there Lee Clark Yeah Lee Clark You don't need me to read it One more time do you Yeah well Ronnie Dyla Easy Two to get us off and running So Lee Clark at Kilmarnock Ronnie Dyla at Celtic That means You have got Seven more to go Let's see if you can get them You've got about Half an hour or so to do it I'm confident I'm confident in your ability Because this is an easy one That's the only reason Think so Yeah absolutely That's why you gave us it Yeah something like that Last week's one was ridiculous What was last week's? I can't remember It was that hard <sighs> okay. But remember It was It must be really memorable yeah, yeah, Thanks yeah, for yeah. that uh, <laughs> Got it in my diary at home I'll look it up <laughs> Okay uh, We were talking about Christopher Iyer Before the break Of course we heard a bit from him We heard about him Targeting uh, A first choice place In Celtic's defence We heard Brendan Rodgers Praising him as well Sean McGee's on Twitter He says Big Iyer is one of the next Celtic players to go down south For big money Boy's a class act And will only improve The more games he plays 100% deserves his place In the team Reagan Stevenson On the Ayer subject I feel he'll be the main fixture On the back line For many years to come With progress so far He can only improve Plus Brendan's history And experience Of developing youth Might be the next uh, Big sum of money Celtic could get For a player And of course We were talking uh, About Ross McCrory as well We sort of merged Into that discussion And Roddy says Ross McCrory's outstanding But is better suited In the holding role Away from home At the moment On the phones Williams and Craig End Hi William Oh, good evening, guys. How you doing? Hi, William. Uh, it's just uh, I can see you seeing Mark Wilson's getting it tight tonight because of Chief J, and he's probably been caught with the old uh, Players Pals Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think at the time, I think at the time when uh, Chief J signed, I think both me and uh, Gordon agreed that his work rate was a bit suspect, and he didn't defend for uh, the front. But what, what I would say is, I think I think we should. Uh, Put it back on to Gordon because uh, when when Gordon used to bang on about Celtic having five loan signings mm. and he thought that was too many, uh, and he hasn't mentioned uh, Rangers having four. He used to say that uh, one and two loan signings was was enough for any club. So I would just like his thoughts on that. When was this, Gordon? Remind me. Um, when when I, was this, William? A season and a half ago, two seasons ago. Right. Nah, he probably doesn't remember, but he, I, I think uh, I think uh, at a time when I think it was under Ronnie Dyler, I think at the time, mm. uh, yeah, uh, Celtic went out and had five loan signings, and Gordon used to bang on about to say it was too many, and only one and two was enough, you know. 
Yeah. And I was wanting to ask, I was wanting to ask him his uh, point on it. No, I think I think five is too many. I think four's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all I'm kidding, William. Um, no, I I I can understand Rangers bringing in the loan signings. Do I like it? No, I don't. I think it shuts the door and. Um, younger players getting an opportunity but Rangers are at the stage where they've got to bring in players that will try and get them second place which is a big season for them they're still in the Scottish Cup um, in January to bring in four signings you've got to say that the four signings have been brought in I think a lot of Rangers supporters are quite excited about they quite like the the, the way that Murty's went about the transfer uh, window uh, but I'm not a great fan of four and five and, you know, as many loan signings as that. I just think that um, you should um, promote within your own club or if you're going to go out there and I can understand people saying, well, we've got them at the end of the season. If they don't work out, what happens if the manager doesn't work out? It's not the same case as Kashinia. By the way, he must be won the quiz. Um <laughs> What a shout that is it, it, It's not like he's put them on contracts And then he leaves And Rangers are left with the the guys on big money That they have to try and ship out I can totally understand where Rangers are coming from But I still I'm not a big fan of it William But that's only my personal opinion Want to come back yeah. in William? Uh, no but just just to, to back up Mark Since he's been getting it tight tonight on uh, Cheers Tuesday, William you know? Thank you We actually did Always have a, appreciated We did have a Twitter <laughs> A Twitter earlier That I can't I wish I could find it now Who said that Mark and I Had been giving Gordon a hard time And we should ease off Because he's, he's an old man Basically was was what The tweeter said And I wish I could find <laughs> it It was Jacqueline man, There we are Jacqueline says small stop, well. stop being mean to Gordon D yeah. He's an old man Gordon D and we Mark <laughs> Should show respect And tolerance to the elderly um, William we were Talking, in fact, we were hearing from Christopher Iyer just a second ago. I was asking Celtic fans if they thought he was very much a first choice defender at the moment. What are your thoughts on that? I think definitely domestically. I mean, European level, I don't, I'm not sure about yet. I think it's still early days uh, for the young boy, but he's definitely got a talent. I like his bursts into midfield. Uh, he chooses his times uh, when he bursts into midfield. And, and sometimes he do, I can understand when a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Van Dyke, but he's no, he's not on that level yet. He's not, he's nowhere near that level yet. You know, I think, I think he's definitely got, he's definitely got something. And when he, I think uh, Brendan Rodgers likes that. He likes, he likes, he likes players. And Beaton does it as well when he played at centre back. He likes players to to choose their times and busting it in the midfield, so that it gives Celtic an extra man in attack and and it plays the, uh, going forward. You know, so he's definitely got that in his in his locker. You know. Yeah, well, there's a, a differing opinions coming in on Twitter. Thomas says that Big Ayer's one of the first names in the team sheet, never mind out of the centre backs. Also, he's starting to fill fill out more physically. But Silver Rock says, really, I don't see him as a first name, not in Brendan Rogers' book, anyway. Um, well, well, you've got to disagree with that. Brendan Rogers has come out and you know spoke him up there, said how terrific well, well, he's done. We've not seen yet, though, how Marvin Compare and all the rest of it fills into uh, fits into this equation. Yeah, but. I can't see Brendan Rodgers speaking so highly about him Playing him in these high profile games When I say that I mean against Aberdeen Which was a top of the table clash And then against Rangers And then he's going to just take him out Because of they've got compare I can't see that happening I think Ayer will stay in the team Until he goes through a runner 
poor games Or he makes a few mistakes Then it might be right to take him out Give him a wee rest and put him back in But I certainly can see Brendan Rodgers saying You've done terrific for us Well done But we've signed this foreign guy Who's a lot older than you And he's going to come in and take your place Can I see that happening? William it's half past seven on the Thursday night So I think it's okay to look ahead to the weekend now And not getting too far ahead of ourselves Celtic go into most domestic games as favourites You're up against the only team in the country Yet to win a league game this season in Brecon It's at home Where are the expectation levels for this one? I think uh, Brendan will change his team about and I, 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 You talked about uh, Ralston I, I, I don't know if he's back yet But I think, I mean It would be a perfect game for Ralston to come in, you know uh, I think Ralston will get more games uh, The second part of the season I think it should be a comfortable win for Celtic and, and Ayer. I think Ayer will be good in that game as well. You know, I worry about his positional sense as well. We still get that to learn. You know, but I think I mean I, I listened to I think it was the the Brecon chairman and they seem to be bringing a thousand fans down. So I think Brecon will be empty and and uh, Saturday. <laughs> A thousand fans, that's terrific. I've said, said they were going to bring a thousand fans down, so and they've organised buses and things like that. So it sounds like it sounds like it's going to be a good game, and it, and I hope they enjoy their day, you know. But I, I do expect Celtic to win three or four, you know. Okay, thanks to William in Craig End. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to get involved on the phone, St Mirren fans, this might be a time for you. Can you be the ones who cause the cup upset at the weekend? Going very well. But it's not going to be easy at Pataudry, is it? Jack Ross says the trip to Aberdeen will show how far they've come as they look to continue that good run of form. The Buddies, as we know, are eight points clear at the top of the Championship. But Ross admits it will take a huge effort from his players if they're going to progress. I think they look forward to the game. It's a, it's a welcome break from, from league duty for us. It's an exciting tie to be involved in. Um, and I think for the players individually, it's an opportunity to show how good they are and test themselves against really good players. The approach changes game to game anyway, depending on the opponent and how we feel we have to play to nullify them and, and, then, and then try and win the game ourselves. So that has remained consistent. We obviously understand the calibre of the opposition we're playing against and the threat they can pose us. So that's been the work we've put in this week. Hopefully we can give ourselves a platform in the game that will allow our forward going players to, to show the quality they have. But that's you know, easier said than done. You have to go and play well in the day, obviously, to do that. And the, the confidence in the squad, I imagine there'll be no fear going up there either? No, no fear, but certainly a healthy amount of respect for, for the opposition individually and as a team. Um, but the players do travel in as good a frame of mind as you could possibly be with the league position and the forum they've been in. Um, they understand that they're going to have to play really well on the day, but they believe they can play well. And if they play well then we give ourselves a good chance. And, and that's really my priority for the game, is that they go and um, demonstrate why they're a good team, why they've won uh, more often than not this season. Uh, and hopefully that'll be the case on Saturday. So top of the Ladbrokes Championship against second place uh, in the Ladbrokes Premiership in the Scottish Cup this weekend. Aberdeen, if you add the home advantage into it, given St Mirren, how much of a chance? A decent chance. Um, it's... it's Undoubtedly a, a difficult game But it's a relief away from You know the pressures of the championship Being up the top there And having to pick up the three points And I think that the St Mirren players Fans, everyone concerned with the club I think they'll go and enjoy it I think um, they'll go up there with a positive attitude They've got de- They're a decent side I think Aberdeen will need to play well uh, Gordon, if Aberdeen are below par Then if you're looking for a cup Shock that could be the one. Uh, but if Aberdeen play at their, their potential and play at their best, 
then obviously the home advantage will win it. But um, I think that'll be a real ding dong. I, I think I'll be a cracker. I, I will be. I think um, Jack will approach that game. We heard him the belief he's got, and it's well known the belief he's got in himself and his team. I think he'll go up there and think they can win that game, and he's got that ability to transfer that to his players. Now, like Gordon, I think Aberdeen obviously are strong favourites, but it's a good tester for St Mirren and the players, uh, where they might be and where it potentially looks like they're going to be next year. Games like this, where do they stand in terms of coming up against top opposition? How good are their team? And it'll be a good gauge for them. Uh, come the weekend It's perhaps different though Because St Mirren would always go into the a game, Say it was a game against I don't know Dundee Partick Thistle Motherwell for instance So that would still be Considered a level above um, But you may be able to cash in On the fact that St Mirren have that winning feeling They're full of confidence Whereas yeah. these sides might not be The problem is Aberdeen are also flying high yeah. They're second place You go back to last season A really good cup record Recently got to both finals Last season Obviously mm. couldn't get over the line In the end um, But but they, you know they'll be equally as confident, won't they? Of course. Well, Aberdeen have have been the the second best team in Scotland for a number of years now. So it's not as if they're they're down the dumps, down their luck, and all gone through a bad run. <laughs> Aberdeen are doing well this season. Plus the addition of McGinn again back into the side lifts them again. So you know, again, you'd fully expect Aberdeen to take care of business as you would if they were facing another Premiership team. So. Big favourites But Just that belief And that feel good factor St Mirren's got They'll go up there And make a game yet But again Aberdeen have got the experience And the know how to win games like that Okay how are you getting on With this teaser Remember this was Ryan. sent in By Ryan Preston Now we're looking for The nine Scott Right I'll read it from the start Because I know it's quite a long question Since the start of the Scottish Premiership In 2013 mm-hmm. There have been nine Non-Scottish managers To manage in the league But are no longer in the league So before that You gave me Ronnie Dyla mm-hmm. And Lee Clark From Kilmarnock You got any more Pedro Cachinha We gave you Oh sorry Pedro Cachinha Well Warburton. done You've got three Warburton's four well, We've got a cup Mixed with Patalena Oh it's not a bad shout I thought you might struggle With that one Five I'll take one more At the moment If you've got it uh, well, Give him one of the dodgy ones We'll uh, get that out of the road Steve Lomas he left in June 2013, just before oh, that season kicked off. Well, lucky mate. We'll get the answers to the full time teaser next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here with me, Gordon Duncan, and they're having a go at this full time teaser. We're looking for the nine managers. Since the start of the Scottish Premiership So since 2013 We're looking for the nine non-Scottish managers Who used to manage here But no longer do um, What I will mention is it depend- We've made a bit of a rod for our own back With this one Because someone's tweeted in actually So fair play to them Let me just double check the name of said tweeter It's Paul Taylor Who says Danny Lennon Now this Remember on a previous question We did have Danny Lennon down as a non-Scot Because he played internationally For Northern Ireland So he's not on this list I'll just throw that one out there You can decide whether to include it or not I'm still looking for nine If that makes sense To be fair it, well, it, I mean he's Scottish in, that, in one respect But on a previous question We did have him down as Right okay, right, okay. Right, okay. Aye, We'll scrap Daniel then. Okay yeah. what have you got for me at the moment uh, Ian Barakoff yes, yes. Do you know what I'm a bit gutted Because yeah. I thought that was going to be the one That was going to catch you out No, no There's, <laughs> there's metal based ones that are Ian Barakoff Well done Mother will through and through Oh, Come on Say aye uh, Your one Your one's a good one What one? Hips one 
No, I don't think that's No? It. Alan Stubbs? No No Why not Alan Stubbs? Because it was Championship Championship Ah, Just keep me on your toes See and plus I heard you chatting about it out there And said it wasn't an answer You're kidding By the way I've got, I've got a cracker Go for it Hurry up then Inver- Inverness Richie Foran Oh well done Good shout Oh aye that's a good one right. There's aye, plenty of time well You're going to squish this We're only looking for another two I've got, I think you're going to nail it You're going to absolutely nail it 01419511025 If you want to get in touch On the phone lines At the moment Let's see uh, Who's next on David is in Bathgate Hi David Hi good evening gents How are you? Yeah very well thank you And yourselves? Yes can't complain David What's your good. point tonight? I've got a couple of points for you, gents. I'm hearing from a very good source tonight that the Greg Doherty deal is very close to uh, close to completion. I think and your source is, like, is right, David. I mentioned it a bit earlier on. I think I think you could be on to something. Yeah, he's he's just given me a text message. Obviously, I'm not going to say who it is because obviously I'll put him in hot water. But it's looking like within the next kind of uh, 24 hours, it should be completed. Yep. And I've just really try to ask the panel where they really feel that they think that he will fit into the Rangers uh, setup. <laughs> David um, I named the amount of midfield players that Rangers have got and I even left out obviously Rossiter because he's never he's never fit and I don't think he'll feature they've got so many options in the middle of the park it's incredible now um, I think young Docker he was in this studio he spoke very very well a very level headed lad I've watched him with Hamilton. I think he's a terrific young talent as well. Great that we're trying to keep young talent in Scotland. Um, I think he'll play. I think he's as good as anybody at Ibrooks. Uh, but where he fits into the middle of the park is beyond me. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to the Rangers-Aberdeen game because he'll play strongest team. We'll, we'll guarantee that against Aberdeen at Ibrooks. Who will be that strongest starting eleven if everybody's fit, Gordon? That's are interesting. You think, are you thinking you've watched Rangers a lot more than I have? You think he's thinking about changing shape because well, you're right, he's bringing all these midfielders yeah. in, and especially defensive ones, you know, or a defensive-minded midfielder. Now, if he's playing the diamond, he's only got one guy there. It's got to sit out of potentially three or four top mm. players. Are you going to have three sitting on the bench, three defensive-minded sit? But also, you, also, Matt, you've got Jamie Murphy, who I think is a definite to play. Yeah, uh, you've got Cummings coming up. Will he partner Morelos, which I think he will, because he's a top league goal scorer in Scotland. So you can't really leave him out. No point bringing Jason Cummings up. So all of a sudden, McCrory will definitely play. So all of a sudden, you've got this. But we've we've sort of dismissed Ryan Jack just Ryan now. Jack. I mean, you know, Doran's. I think when he comes back from injury, he'll play. So it's a real A real strong squad that he's got Especially in the middle of the park He's got great options And you're right What formation will he play? David what about you then? Those two sat in the fence Quite spectacularly there They couldn't come up with a With a combination What about you David? You are the man You're in the dugout Graham Murty's off sick You're in charge And you've got everyone fit Who do you pick in midfield? And this is if Greg Doherty does go through I think well he's young He's dynamic He's obviously a Rangers supporter uh, so obviously he's hungry for you know to to to, to make the, the 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 step up, and I think Rangers have now got to be looking at having young dynamic men at the football club with a wee bit of maturity as well. You've talked about Dorans, you've talked about Jack, you know. So they've got an abundance, you know. They've got plenty of midfielders, but it's really just you know a bit like Gordon and the guys, Mark. 
they've got so many midfielders where I'm just trying to kind of figure out where he where he fits in really, which is great, you know, because I think Rangers now need to be looking at the future going forward as opposed to buying guys from the continent and uh, buying guys who are going to thirty five plus. You know, you've really got to be looking for the future because obviously we don't have as much money to spend as Celtic. Uh, simple as that. I mean, to be fair, that, that that's the way it has to be, Gordon. If you, if you want to challenge up towards the top end of a division, and I, I know. I'm, the Celtic comparison's easy to make And I'm not saying that that's the level um, That Rangers are at at the moment But I'm talking just purely about numbers This is the exact same conversation we have When we say How does Rogic and McGregor And Armstrong and Cham And Brown Competition fit, for places fit in. So it has to be that way And like I said I'm going to repeat it Before people misconstrue what I'm saying I'm not saying that it's the same level But it's all about having that competition No matter what level you play Plus the fact I think for the Rangers manager It's all about um, having options uh, if, you, if you look at where their bench is going to be You've then now got guys that will be sitting on the bench Desperate for a chance to go on and show what they can do He's got options to change the shape He's got options to change the way he wants to play <coughs> Excuse me <coughs> so I'll be interesting to see where we missed out a guy who plays week in week out, Jason Holt, Windass. I know there's reports that Leeds United were interested in signing him. Cranshaw, I think his days will be now numbered, but still in big wage. Candias, who I think out the foreign ones, uh, were with Morelos has has played particularly well in spells. He's got so many options in there, Gordon. It's incredible, and I could yeah. You, you couldn't really second guess Is that because they're all of a similar level as well? Probably Yes And I think if you bring in young Dockery I would certainly play him I would play McCrory You've got a young uh, team in the middle of the park With a bit of energy in there Dockery will You've give you about energy. 14 players playing. Oh I'm oh. playing everybody I'm a rugby team I'm playing Wales and, uh, But who Murrayfield. do you leave out then? If you're playing all these And you're, I don't think, you're saying Dorange has got to play And you're saying Murphy's <laughs> got to play Gordon's got 24 aside <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. I would play McCrory. Right. right. I would play Doherty. Mm-hmm. I would play Dorans when he was fit. <laughs> right. Right. And I would play Murphy. So not Windass. And no. not Jack. Or Candace. No. Or Candace. So no. you just okay. smoke no. up there. No, that's fine. Right. At least he's made a decision. I'm yeah, happy with and that. And I would play Cummings and Morellas up front. There we are. We got there in the end, David. Uh, did you have a second okay. point to make? Yes, yeah, a very quick one. This comes very much from left field. Now, this was given to me. Uh, just prior to Christmas, uh, from a colleague of mine who works down in the uh, the Midlands area, who who's very friendly with someone at the club, but he's told me that, and they've been in discussions for well, obviously, quite a few weeks. That Paul Cook has been approached who's the Wigan manager to be the next uh, Rangers manager. Mm, there's a name that we've not heard, and we've heard many of them. I mean, he's going well at Wigan at the moment. Uh, David, so if, if that's good a good result last night, if that's a club with so last night, you know, I know it's League One at the moment, but you're then considering a club that perhaps is aiming for the Championship on a on an upward trajectory. Do you think that's one that that's realistic? Is it one that you would want to see? Well, I've got to say, I mean, I'm obviously I'm very happy with what Marty's doing at the moment, and I, I think he's got to be given a bit of time. But as I say, that was just one that was given. It was a colleague you mind. Uh, obviously, I'm in the golf industry, and he stays down that way. He looks after that area, and he gave me that name. Uh, and so I just want to obviously get the panel thought on. Obviously, the, the guy's done very well for Wigan. He's brought them up, and obviously, is that do you think something that Rangers could uh, maybe look at? It's all going to depend, I suppose, on on how Graham Murty does as well. Well, exactly. Exactly. Graham Murty's in the pole position, 
Um, I know that people will say, well, it's only loan players, but if Doherty comes in, they'll be paying some money for him. Um, the, the board are backing him. So he's in the position to go out there, and if he can get a good finish from now to the end of the season, then I don't see them looking at a pocket. I think they'll, they'll stick with Murty. I mean, he's top of the table in League One at the moment, Mark, so yeah. certainly... I mean, would it excite though? Would it excite the Rangers fans and some of the names that have been rumoured over the past few months? Well, it's not just about getting the right man, though. That, regardless that, of that well, right? is that not coming from Mark Allen? Yeah, but contacts? but getting the right man. Yeah, but Rangers have, have failed in getting the right man a number of times. So going out and getting someone, I don't know. I'm the Gordon. I know we we said they needed a new manager and Green Murray wasn't the guy, but now it seems like he's been backed. And it seems like, like Gordon says, if he does well to the end of the season, he'll remain in charge. Okay, thank you to David, the Rangers fan in Bath. It looks like that will probably, in fact, yeah, definitely be our last call of the evening. We're moving towards the full-time whistle here on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. But before we do that, we definitely have to get the answers to this full-time teaser. We're looking for the nine managers since the Scottish Premiership started, non-Scots, who managed in the league, but are no longer here. You've got two to get. No, we've not. We've got one. No, you've got two, two to get. Uh, have it two. You've given me Dyla, Warburton, Kashinia, Clark, Patalainen, Foran, and Barraclough. Terry Butcher. Yes. Yep. And I'm going for it. Hibbs, Pat Fenlon. Oh, he's done it. Pat yes. Fenlon. That's a yeah, good show. Good one. I felt that was doable tonight. Well done. But thanks to Ryan Preston for sending that. And and remember, folks, if you've got any teasers that you want to send our way, you can find us. At fulltime at Clyde1.com. Okay, thanks to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL for joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big thanks to everyone who got in touch on the phone lines and on Twitter, and a special thank you, of course, to everyone who listened at home. I'll be back tomorrow night. The big weekend preview starts at six o'clock. Derek Johnson will be here, and I know you've been desperate for these words to come out of my mouth. The return of Hugh Keevens. You've all been so worried about his whereabouts. Well, he'll be here at six o'clock tomorrow. One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly.